Welcome to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast that talks about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm Sean, and with my fellow American Rodney, we break down the good, the bad, and the just plain weird. It's quite the journey, so join us for the ride. I picked our selection this week, the sommelier of pop songs, to celebrate a certain special occasion ah. in the Nordics, in Sweden in particular. I selected the most euro techno song that i could possibly think of to celebrate the grand finale of the biggest music competition in the world eurovision 2021 <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was a little funny because as we were talking about uh, topics and stuff we were gonna you know gonna gonna go ahead and and do and I'm sitting there going, man, I know that there's something. I know that there's something happening that we should probably <laughs> mention, but I just cannot remember what it is. Well, to be fair, I've stayed away from all of it so far. Okay. I might flip on a little bit tonight, but uh, yeah, I need I need a little bit of a minor chord action going on. All that right. stuff is like, it's all written in major keys and it's all, I mean, it's all built for pop, right? Yeah. So it's all okay. But like after you hear like all the random countries you never realized were part of Europe, like Azerbaijan and like all this Australia. kind of stuff. And it's all, <laughs> yeah, Australia. It all sa- South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> it all starts sounding the same after a while. And you're like, oh. and then once the performances finally get done, you have to sit through the three hours of judging. You're right. Just like, oh, God, Lord, there has got to be a better way. Yeah. Well, to, to be now to be to be truthful and honest, because, you know, I, I sent you a text. Uh, we watched we watched a portion of the first semifinal because uh, that's when Sweden's guy Tosa, was was singing. So we watched a, yes. a portion of that um, up until, you know, 10 o'clock is kind of when we when we hit the sheets. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, up until 10. But I don't know what it was, but Lena and I were just looking at each other going, did they, did people listen to these songs before they voted them in? Or (laughs) is it just like you just show up? Because a lot of the songs this year, at least in the first, like the first semifinal, right? Do, do, do. Mm -hmm. The first semifinal round, um, a lot of those songs we had to turn. I actually literally had to turn the TV down. I was like, I cannot listen to it because it's, Oof. it was like, it was, it was just like scratching my soul. But, yeah. uh, and then we tuned in, was it night before last, I guess was the second round and all the songs were pretty good. You know, they were, yeah. they were all, all pretty good, but yeah, how some of those, how some of those, uh, those countries snuck in. And then there's a couple of classic favorites that usually present, you know, pretty good, pretty good mm-hmm. songs. Australia has sent surprisingly, well, not surprise. I'm not going to say that. It's not like they don't have talent, you know, in the land down under, but they've had some pretty they have good. quite a bit of talent down there. Yeah. And they've had, <laughs> you know, some, some pretty good, some, some pretty good people. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's like a really nice way to. Maybe it's just me. It's just it, it's probably just my music taste. But I don't know. 
And from what I understand, uh, I think Lena said that the group that performed was actually they didn't come over there. There, it was like some kind of satellite. Oh, okay. Thing. So they performed over there, which which is which is probably pretty good because then they don't have to fly all the way back home again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like you said. I mean, how many times can you listen to the song? It's just like Melody Festival. And you listen to, yeah. Yeah. you know, like the, the trying to get on and then the summary time they do it. And then it's like if they win, yes. they sing it. And then Hinata is sitting next to me and she's going, wait, they're singing the same song again? Yeah. 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 That's um, they're competing with the song that's so i think that that's pretty smart i mean if you've just waited for the final because that's that's actually the smart thing to do that's why they have like the semi-final and the semi-final because you know the people that really shouldn't be in the final are falling off to the left and the right yeah yeah, yeah. true true and you I didn't mean, miss it's, a whole lot it's such a weird concept to begin with because you have to win melody festival to get into eurovision for sweden and right. then all these other countries have their kind of equivalents yeah but there were times watching Melody Festival where I was like, oh, that I can tell by the tone of their voice, that person is clearly a better singer than the other people on the stage tonight. But they wouldn't make it through because at the same time that the show is going on, sure. these contestants are blowing up my Instagram yeah. with like, hey, vote for me. You're like Melody Festival. And I'm like, mm, OK, yeah. So, yeah, I can see how some not so savory acts may get into the final of a Eurovision. Let's say. It, you know, <laughs> maybe like a I, little bit more amateurish. Well, I mean, like ones. I said, some of these, some of these people must've snuck in because I, and I am, uh, I love music. I, I I'm open to all kinds of music. You know, I can yeah, listen yeah, yeah. to the gamut. Granted, there's some, you know, genres of music that I can only take in, small doses but i'm open for it you know i'm i'm, yeah, I'm yeah, open yeah. for it eurovision you get a lot of lot of cultural infusion um you know like 85 percent of the songs are going to be in english yeah but yeah. there's yeah. still a, a couple of groups that they just you know they get up there and they do their thing in Kazakh, and you're just like yeah props to them for doing pop songs yeah in Kazakh, man yeah Hey, but you know that something's happening when Flo Rida pops up at, Euro at Eurovision. Flo Rida was at Eurovision. Yeah, Man, he need. I mean, it was it was. I was sitting. I was sitting there. I was going, you know, oh, kind of a mixture of amateur groups, and uh, there's some professional groups, and there's some people with more experience. And then it was like Flo Rida jumped. Up. I was like, he he uh, must have got paid a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. I think he just wanted to travel. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like the exactly. rest of us. He was like, what is it? The the Euro yeah, exactly. what? He's like, yeah, I'll yeah. go. I'll go. <laughs> Long way from Florida. Where is it being hosted this year? Uh, Opium Poppies. Uh, Holland. I think, it's, I think it's like in... Oh, I was going to go with Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> Opium Poppies. No, I'm thinking like, the what? poppy... No. But yeah, I think it's... Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is. I really haven't been paying attention at the beginning. I've just been kind of skipping to the music parts. But uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the all the the analysis and all that. Yeah, fast forward, uh, please. Yeah. But hey, you had an eventful week. Yes, I you did. You 
you are now being tracked by every government on yes. Earth. As some speaking might say. of opium poppies, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> yes, siree. You've been jabbed. Yeah, I, I, I be jabbing. I be jabbing. Um, <laughs> and it Don't was. Don't criticize it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really. Th- I was happy about it. I was happy about the appointment popping up. Um, I had a feeling, first of all, let me, let me start by saying I did try to do like everybody else, go into the, this application you're supposed to go into and register and look. Uh, but since with my allergies, I have to go to a hospital to get an injection, you know, so what? I can't, yeah, I can't just go to like press beer or, you know, <laughs> one of these other places. No way. Yeah. Just in case. I would have a reaction. So people with allergies ah. have to get the, you know, the injection. Like within the presence of a doctor kind right. of thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. So you can't, I couldn't go to like some pizza drive through or something just in case something happens, you know. <laughs> I love how any business, any like, they'll just do anything. The corner bodega, they're like, yeah, we're offering the vaccine. Come on in. You know, you right, got to right. sign up on 1177 first. Yeah. Figure that shit out. Yeah. Gas. <laughs> uh, you need a hot dog. You want a vaccine. <laughs> Circle K. Right. But I called so down everything. here. I called down here to the hospital in Nunes and I was like, look, um, I've tried to go in. I've tried to book it, you know, with my allergies. I just don't. And the lady, the nurse that I spoke with, she said, look, I'm going to put you on a list down here. She says, we're not giving okay. injections to a lot of people. But if something, uh, if an opening pops up, then we'll just, you can have the injection down here. Nice. And for some reason, after I've gone, I went into that app like everybody else. Yeah, just, you know, I don't know how many times a day I was going in and checking. It was just, you know, no openings, no openings, no openings. So I had a feeling I was like, if I get something down here at the hospital, that's probably going to be, that's my safest bet. And sure enough, I got a a text message and they're like, okay, on Wednesday, come down, you know, be here. Nice. And I was, um, yeah, I mean, I was happy about it, but I don't think I've been, I don't think I've, you know, shots and, and, and giving blood or, you know, taking tests and stuff like that. We've, we've talked about that before, you know, I, yeah. how much you'd love, you know, needles and testing. Um, but I wasn't really, I wasn't nervous up until like, I really started going like through the front door of the hospital. Cause I'm, you know, it, it's not the, the, the shot. Is that part. about the same time you started texting me about all your G's on your cell phone going funny? Yeah, exactly. Cause I went from like four G's and then the closer I got to the, to, to getting the vaccine with like three G, two G. And I was like, they must not have got a very good dose because the, all of a sudden the, it says 56 K dial up on the top of your phone. <laughs> what? How does right. that exist? Bad connection. But the shot went, uh, I didn't even feel the shot. I mean, yeah. Good you know, nurse I then. Just went in, sat down, you know. Uh she like pinched my arm and then gave me the shot and then it was done and they said, "Okay." I said, I think they said like 3 to 4 weeks to try and And uh, then you get your second dose? To book the second dose, right. And then yeah. it takes 2 weeks after that for everything supposedly yeah, to yeah. Uh, to to kick in. So who'd you get? Do you know? Yeah. At first, I didn't know though. I because I looked at the card. I got my my little injection card. Mm-hmm. So I'm I was looking at it, and it says Co-Mernati. 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 What the hell is that? Yeah, 
I'm going to see if you get Marnati. And the first thing, you know, other than the fact that it sounds a lot like Illuminati, but I'm, you know, I'm looking at it. And, <laughs> oh, here we go. No, but <laughs> oh, the comment section. Let's get it lit up. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking to myself, well, I never heard of that shot. You know, I've yeah. heard of like, you know, like Pfizer and like, Moderna. I've even heard of the janky Russian one, the Sputnik one. The Sputnik, right. You know? Right. <laughs> Uh, but when I looked it up, I did the uh, I did a, a quick a quick a really freaking quick Google search to find out what it was that she just stuck in my arm, and it, and it Pfizer pops up. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. it's the Pfizer. They just uh, and I remember a while back that that they had that they were going to change the name. I can't remember what vaccine it was, but they were going to change the name because there were like those side effects, like people started having side effects and they're like, yeah, 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 let's, yeah. Just, let's just give it another name. Uh, but you didn't feel anything side effects wise. Uh, n- not really, but I definitely felt where they gave me the shot. Ooh. Um, and it was because they give it to you in your shoulder. Yeah, like a tetanus shot kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and, and, towards, and towards the evening, uh, Lana was like, are you sure you feel okay? And I was like, yeah, I feel fine. And she said, even where you got the shot? And I said, yeah. And I touched like my arm, my bicep, like my lower part of my bicep. And I'm like, I'm fine. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. The shot was higher up. And then when I moved my hand up to the like my shoulder area, then I was yeah, like, super yeah. sore. It felt yeah. like... Like Mike yeah. Tyson had punched me in the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think that has to do probably a bit with the nurse as well. Because I've had like the, we actually have to get our booster pretty soon. The tick, the, ah, the what t- is it, TBE, the tick-borne yeah. encephalitis right. shot. So if you go out in the woods, then you don't have your brain blow up inside your head. Um, but yeah, the first one we got for that, because that's a two dose too. And then every year you're supposed to get a booster shot if you're going out into the woods and all that. So the first one, the nurse was amazing. I didn't even feel the needle go in. She, she like pinched my skin. Right. But then like the actual needle couldn't feel anything. Nope. And then the next day, that night, the next day, nothing, no, you know, nothing tensed sure. up or yeah, no swelling or anything. But man, the second nurse I got, oh. Ooh, she must have been having a bad day. <laughs> ratchet. Yeah. Yeah. Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. Because it was like going in there. And then like after you were just like, oh, oh, oh that's going to leave a mark. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but but I mean, the shot process, everything went really good. I sent you some pictures from the nice. waiting from the waiting room. <clears throat> it looked like the quintessential Swedish waiting room. There's a couple like deli ticket machines, you know, and. But it, and I don't know if it's like a little mini daycare or something, but there were, <laughs> it, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing funnier than seeing adults sitting in like kids chairs and stuff. <clears throat> when you it go to daycares, yeah. When you go to daycare centers and stuff like that, and you have to sit yeah, down or the kid's doctor's office and all that, the BBC. and the chairs are made for like them, not us. That's yes, kind, yes. That's kind of like what this waiting room was like. <laughs> so, um, it, it was it was good. It, it was kind of twilightish though, because we the cross section of people that were sitting inside of that room all spread out were, yeah. We it's like we, man, I bet you got Corona over yeah, there. We were you quite like the the motley crew. <laughs> and then the lady, the last lady that came in was was elder, elderly, older. 
uh, quite a bit older. And she had some big red flower. I don't know what kind of red flower it was, but she wanted to walk around and like show everybody this beautiful big red flower she had. Oh my God. And she was really like, talking. Lady, I'm just here to get in and out. Don't be. <laughs> See, that's when I have the advantage. I'd be like, no habla sueca. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and if it was any other circumstance, I would have loved it. I would have been like, man, come sit down. You know, let's talk about I your know, red right? flower. Yeah, let's... I know. But she was like, where yeah. are you in any other phase of my life? But right now we're serious right now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no. So that went well. And shot one shot one is done. And we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens now. After love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I haven't had anything quite as exciting happen to me, but I will tell you, this week has blessed me with another Ika story. Ooh, the Ika story. (laughs) (laughs) We go into Ika yesterday, middle Mm -hmm. of the day, you know, kind of thing. Wanted to get a bunch of different stuff. And, you know, it's always good to actually go into the grocery store. Right. Because you see things that you're never going (coughs) to see online. The online stuff, you need to, you know, know what you're looking for. Sure. You have to have your list and then you search for it. You see that result. You click it, add it to your cart. But there's no, you don't really have the, I'm looking for beans. Oh, look at that thing over there. That looks cool. I want to yeah. try something with that. There's, there, you, you don't get that with home. <laughs> so it's no. always good to go into the store. And plus, you never know if you're going to meet Lady in Red, you know, live streaming her shopping experience. Right. Right. <laughs> So we were looking around, we get to the meat section and we're like, oh, let's, you know, look, you know, see what's available, see if anything stands out kind of thing. And I go to the beef section. And first of all, this is probably about 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday. Okay. And there's just this, it's like a, a committee meeting of 60 to 70 year old Swedish men. Like eight of them all lined up in front of the beef doors. It was like, <laughs> and like, you can't get in, you can't do anything. You know, like trying to like get over, like, yeah, yeah, let yeah. me at least see what's going on. Right. And it's just like packed. It's, who knows what they're doing? None of them are opening the door. They're just sitting there studying the meat inside mm. of the coolers. Mm. Oh. So I'm like, oh, great. Now I've, who knows how long this is going to take. So I'm, you know, doing the old twiddle my thumbs and being like, I'm about to like, just like start calling you people out in English and you're not going to understand anyway. And then I look to my left and I see this thing meets product that is wrapped in like plastic wrap, but like thicker plastic wrap. And it's about mm, a meter long. Maybe a little bit less. This giant Flintstone style tomahawk chop cut of beef, like ribeye entrecote with the giant bone on top attached to it. Holy smokes. I'm like, I've never seen this stuff except in like MasterChef. This doesn't exist in a real grocery (laughs) store. You know what I mean? It's like either that or the Flintstones. And there were like 15 of them. I'm like, who's buying this? Right. That you have so much inventory of it. You know, I can see if it's like at the meat counter. Sure. And it's like a specialty item where people are going to like spend a little bit more money on, 
you know, specific cuts of meat and all that stuff. But right. it was like packaged, commercialized. <laughs> and I'm like, man, people, what are you doing over here? This is crazy. But is that like a is it like a beef, a beef cut? Yeah. So it's basically think of entrecote, right? right? It's the rib. Yeah. But it's thicker than an entrecote is probably like what? What is that? Oh. I would say like three quarters of an inch, whatever right. that is in centimeters. But this thing is like a solid, at least two two inches thick, if not going up to three. Right. So it's thick. But that's thick it, cut of beef with the bone in. So you gotta you gotta have some skills on the grill. You know. But what kind of bone is that? I mean, if it's a beef bone, there are no it's small the rib bones bone of a... the cow. <laughs> There's no small bones in a cow. You can tell it's a cow's rib. Let me tell you that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's massive. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's completely like the Flintstones, you know, when he gets like he goes to the drive in at the end of the right. show. And, and, the, and, the, and it, the whole and the car, car goes. Over. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so if you think of that like a giant lamb rack of beef and Got you just it. cut one of those off between the bone, that's what a tomahawk chop is. Got it. It's but, massive. But Jurassic but like a giraffe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the actual meat part is like the size of my face, basically. But, well, here's another thing. I mean, I, I assume that just like everything else, you're paying by the kilo. Oh, yeah. I mean, how you're much does that big-ass bone, ass bone cost? You're paying for that bone. <laughs> oh, hell no. Completely. No. Completely. Oh, no. No. I mean, it's one thing if you want to, like, you're on a business dinner you're trying to close a deal to close those sales and you want to splash some cash. You know, yeah. you got the, the, the company Amex card, you yeah. can expense everything. And then like, you know, you do the tomahawk chop in the restaurant and you know, salt bay comes over and he slices everything. You do that little, that. That but to thing. do it at your house. Yeah. yeah he does that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like to do it at home, like, first of all, I would be terrified <laughs> That I was going to overcook it or screw something up with right. it. Because then it's like 40 euros down the drain. <laughs> and, then, and then you're in Sweden, right. right? So, I mean, you're probably barbecuing by yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, For sure. For sure. If, if I were to buy something like that, I would have to, I'd, I'd drag my neighbors over. I'd be like, look, you guys aren't coming to eat. I just need you to show you this big ass bone on this piece of meat. <laughs> but that's the thing, too, is like you have to have cooked it before for yourself, because then you don't want to be like, hey, neighborhood, come over here. And yeah. like, I'm cooking a tomahawk chop. And then you take it off the grill and the thing is either blue in the middle <laughs> or it's like well done crispy like charcoal on a stick right <laughs> true true and i don't know if what do you practice with like uh with like a chicken rib or i mean <laughs> i know no but like a lamb chop or like a what other kind i mean you gotta get used i would probably practice with a t-bone on the grill uh, or like in the yeah. oven like first of all the ovens aren't that big over here so i'm pretty sure you have to use the grill okay because this thing is so long. Honestly, it's maybe it's not a meter, but it's at least a solid two thirds of a meter. So you gotta you gotta do that thing in the oven with like the door open, <laughs> with like the yeah. But then it's not cooking as efficiently. So then that's a whole other you know wrinkle in the plants. Forget it. Forget right. it. And you're sitting there going, oh, I got. It's like, you know. You just bet your whole paycheck on the horse race. And you're like, yeah. come on, number five. <laughs> come on, you know, we got to come through for me. Come on, we got this. We got this. We got this. Yeah. We need medium rare all the way through. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, yeah, it was wild. So, needless to say, we didn't go with that. Right. I was like, I'm going to pass. But as Hinata came around the corner, I'm like, look what I found. <laughs> with like two hands. And then she goes, yeah. Her eyes like light up like, oh, the right. Brazilian gods have shined down. Yeah. But then she's like, oh, look what I got. And she had this little bag. Right. Little cellophane plastic bag, maybe five, six inches tall, little kind of thing. And it looks like it's pre-fried bacon inside this little pouch. Pre-fried bacon. Pre-fried bacon. Okay. And I'm like, oh, what is Ooh. that? I don't even know what it is, but I like it. Let's get it. Let's take it home. Ooh. We realize it's um, Iberico ham, like Spanish pork ham, okay. like the jamón serrano or whatever yep. it is. That's been then, it must have been baked because it's all crispy. Okay. And the fat's all been rendered out and it's like a, oh, oh like ridiculous. Like you can just sit there. How was it though? Incredible. See, I mean. Super, it's like eating like really classy bacon bits. Okay. 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 <laughs> but not the bits, like strips of bacon. Yeah. Know? You know, like how it was a thing for bars a couple of years ago in the States to be like, oh, yeah, you can come in and drink. Here's like the free bacon sitting out on the bar top that you can pick at. Yeah. You know, back before that would have sounded completely disgusting. Like, ready to kill you. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, but it sounds to, but yeah, it was super good. It sounds to me like you made a pretty safe choice there. You yeah. know, you went ahead and left the Dundee rack uh there and you ended up <laughs> you, you ended up going home with the you know with a with a bacon yeah, bag i was like man if it it looks like cooked bacon so we can't we really can't go wrong here yeah even if it's a tofu product i'm still gonna like it yeah i can already tell yeah i like it <laughs> i like it but now we you know before every podcast you know we go back and forth on the on the text chain a bit, we talk about what we're going to talk about on the episode, try and figure out the general outline. And when we were going back and forth, I sent some suggestions over. You came back with right. some of your own. We make a little blend. We leave some in the tank yeah. for the next episode. But one thing stuck out to me. Yes. In your outline points when you sent it over. Yes. It said nosy neighbor, neighbor kids. Or nosy neighbors. And the first thing that came into my mind yeah. was Kevin McAllister's neighbor in Home Alone. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Does this does this thing have four-wheel drive? Does right. it have good gas mileage? Yeah. That's that's kind <laughs> of that's that's kind of of where look, I love kids. I love kids. <laughs> I love oh, I know I know it's gonna be good already. The caveats are flying. I love I love baby kids i love toddlers i love i just love kids you know and we have been in our area long enough to where you know we've seen like generational influxes of kids you yes. know people move in people move out uh right now and it, it hit me just a couple of weeks ago after the big thaw uh when mm -hmm. all of a sudden parents start letting their kids outdoors I'm coming home from work from the train and I hear like this little, like this chitter chattering, chitter, chatter, chitter, 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 you know, and some giggling mm -hmm. and some laughing and some stuff like that. And I look over and there is a pack of these little girls. There, I think there's like seven or eight of them. 
And they're everything from like kind of just getting used to walking, like old enough to walk and, you know, parents let them out uh, to a little bit older, but, you know, that general small, you know, age. And it's, uh, they have this thing where they, where they ask you what your name is. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you get hit once or twice with that, you know, that's one of those little, you know, cute little questions. It's like, what he have to do? What he have to do? What he have to do? That's like this, because they don't have what he have to do. Yeah. What he have to do? You know, what, what? Okay. Okay. I got to store these for when I drop Dylan off at Friscola, you know, I'm sure they're saying it to me for what he have to do. And I'm just like, hey, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but that thing, you know, it started off with one girl asking me. And the next thing I knew, it was, um, you know, that scene in Finding Nemo with all of the seagulls? Mine, mine, oh, mine, yes. mine. Yeah, it was, it was this cacophony <laughs> of little girls all asking me what my name was. Uh, oh, my God. It got to the point. I, I mean, I'm, I'm almost sweating, you know. I, it was just like, uh, <laughs> where were you the night of February 30th? <laughs> And it happened. I, I, I swear, I swear, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. I just, I just helped Mickey go to the store. That's all. That's yeah. all. Hey, it happened again today. I opened up the door. I was going to go up with the recycling. I opened the door, and there's two of them sitting like on these stairs. Oh God, they're following you. <laughs> you know, and I heard it like just starting coming out of her mouth. Why hit it? And I, cl- and I like closed the door, and I ran into the backyard. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my God, I know. You know, we had Midsummer. Yeah. come out well a year or two ago the movie and it was like this quasi horror film right like the next one bar had to do <laughs> that's gonna be <laughs> this harem of little tiny girls yeah. just yeah. accosting rodney in his sleep <laughs> exactly <laughs> no i have no name yeah but it is um it's 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 nice. I mean, because there are kids running, and then I have we have uh, a couple of neighbors with a trampoline. Oh, so that's another nice. one. That's another one where as soon as the temperature was right, you know, we're sitting here and you just hear that. Absolutely. Um, but it's two brothers, pretty close in age, so it's just a matter of you know, a couple minutes in between. You know, somebody's getting upset. <laughs> You know, and it's a scream and it's a yell and it's a like, oh, no, I'm sorry. And everything's fine. And then it's that. <laughs> the other day, Lena heard like this beep, like this little electronic beep. beep. Yeah. She didn't know if it was her phone or if there was like the computer or if it was the dryer. Yeah. But there was like a beep that went off, you know, and then a little while later, this beep went off and she got was up. Was it the smoke detector? No. The next door neighbors with the trampoline. They had a timer because I guess the two little boys were having such a hard time figuring out whose turn it was. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they set the timer. And then, you know, when it beeped, <laughs> then the other. <laughs> oh, my God. All that stuff you had to look forward to. No. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Hey, he is in that kind of phase where okay, but he has like to do when he gets to when I pick him up from Friscola, like the little playground that they have yep. in the front. There's a um, 
a red motorcycle on the, it's like one of those like it'll be sometimes it's a horse mm-hmm. or a race car or a tiger or you know right, some right, kind right. of object on a spring that's in the ground so like you can rock back and forth on uh-huh. that right yeah. so it's like you're riding the animal well this one is a red motorcycle and right now he is obsessed with anything shaped like a car mm. or shaped like a motorcycle so every time I go and pick him up from Friscola now, he's like, no, no, we're not leaving. You're coming in and you're going to ride the motorcycle with me. I'm like, yeah. okay, okay. And there's always another kid on the motorcycle. And then he gets up to the motorcycle <laughs> and he starts staring <laughs> angrily at the other child, enjoying themselves. And right. it's his turn to go home. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then he looks at me like, what are you going to do about this? Yeah. I'm like, I don't speak Swedish, man. You got to yeah. handle this yourself. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you see, that kid is sitting on my Ducati, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, well, if it's your Ducati, go take care of it, man. (laughs) Right. Oh boy. One thing that I that that popped up uh, that I and I can't remember if I mentioned to you uh, if I mentioned it to you or not, but um, this week they went ahead and uh, renamed. Glubin, Erickson Glubin, yes, became I Avicii Arena. Arena, yeah, yeah. And uh, when they went ahead and released the name, they actually and I don't know when the video for this came out. It came out about the same time, and I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, it's on YouTube, um, but there is a girl, and she is fourteen years old, and she sang. A rendition of uh oh i've i've seen this i've seen part of it i didn't watch the whole thing but i saw part of it yeah if you get a chance check it out it's pretty impressive but again she's 14 years old uh, this is her first time singing publicly they put her on top of Glubin. so the yeah. video <laughs> is her crazy. singing on top of Glub, you know on Glubin. Yeah, and she, she sounds amazing. Yeah, she knocked it out of the park. She did really, really yeah. good. And it was being shared all over the place. I mean, it was just like it was popping up all over. Uh, but yeah, if you have a chance, go in it and, and check it out. And her name is Ella, and it's Tiratiello, I think. Tiratiello. I'm probably mm-hmm. butchering that. But Ella's Italian. Yeah. 14. Yeah, it, well, it has two L's in it, and I wasn't know. I didn't know if it was like a yeah, <laughs> like a yeah sound. Uh, but yeah, I saw um, kind of like the first half of, of the video, and it starts out with like, a, I guess it's the Stockholm Symphony or the Swedish Symphony. It's, yeah, you know, it's, playing the, the backing music to it. Yeah, it's and then the it royal comes to her singing yeah. on top of the globe. Exactly. Exactly. Now, that was impressive. It would have been kind of impressive to see because that was a big philharmonic. It was the Royal Philharmonic that they had, uh, Kung Liga, uh, mm-hmm. doing it. Now, if you were to put all, I don't know, it, it looked like there was like 90 musicians. <laughs> but no, but she did. She did really good. So. Yeah. At first I saw, I saw stuff popping up on Facebook mm-hmm. of being like Avicii Arena. And I'm like, is this like a, a one-off to commemorate? Cause he died recently. Right. Right. Uh, like, is this like something like a special event to like raise money for charity? But then I was like, oh, no. And, like, then Tele2 started sending yeah. me emails. Like, it's now Avicii Arena. I'm like, oh, wow, this is for real. And it was just a couple months ago that they were having discussions in Stockholm because they had decided that they were going to build him a memorial. And they were oh, wow. looking for places around the city, you know, that they could go ahead and do it. And sure. I thought 
I thought I thought that they had said Humligorden. <clears throat> So I, I thought that they had found a park place that they were going to go ahead and, and, and do it. And then, but how did, how do you go from that? How do you go from like having a park memorial to like, Hey, you know what? Globin. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> <laughs> the globe. Alright everyone, that'll do it for this week's episode. As always, thank you to everyone out there in podcast land for tuning in. Hit us up on Instagram to get even more crazy hijinks from around Stockholm. And please, if you haven't already done so, rate and review wherever you get your podcast from. It helps oh so much. And then come back here next time for more Two Guys, Three Crowns. Three Crowns.